Hey, what it do, sports fans? Welcome to the Sports Live podcast brought to you by Multimedia Live. I'm Sboom Jigeliso, your host, and I will be joined by various guests on this exciting new podcast to discuss the latest ins and outs of the sporting world. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sports Live podcast. Yeah, a lot's been happening. Uh, lots of fireworks on the cricket arena. We did see the resignation of Faf Duplessis, the captain or the former captain now of the Proteas in the Test and T20 arena. I do feel that Faf Duplessis has had a great time as captain of the Proteas since he became the T20 captain in 2012. But, you know, of late, and this is the unfortunate thing with the sporting results and sporting legacies is that a lot of people will remember you closer to the time when you let go of the reins or when you retired than they will the previous good things that you did uh, prior to that. And I think for Faf Duplessis, he's been stained a lot by the defeats to England at home in the Test Series, which they went down, the Proteus went down 3-1. And the 2-0 defeat to Sri Lanka at home as well. Those are two stains on his record that are pretty regrettable if if I would say for a guy who kept in South Africa to series wins against Australia in South Africa I think for the first time uh, since post-isolation so and and he actually went over in Australia and got test and ODI victories there so I think for for Faf Duplessis he's had a great run as captain but failures Consistent failures to win an ICC tournament, failures at the last Cricket World Cup in England, they've really, really come down to they've 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 come to sum up Faf Duplessis' time as captain, and they've come to to put a stain on his record. And of course, his batting had also fallen off. A lot of people saying that maybe he shouldn't be in the Test team anymore because he wasn't bringing the runs. And the irony was that he was de- demanding those runs from Temba Bavuma. And uh, that definitely rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And I'm going to pull up a statement that he released on Monday where he said, The last few weeks of rest away from the game has given me a lot of perspective on the great privilege and honor I have had in representing and leading my country in the three formats of this wonderful game. It has been a rewarding, sometimes tough, and other times a lonely road, but I would not replace the experience for anything because it has made me the man I am proud to be today. That's Faf Duplessis. He goes on to say that when I took over the leadership, I did so with the commitment to lead, perform, and most importantly, to serve as the team heads into a new direction with new leaders and a young crop of players, I feel it will be in the best interest of South African cricket to relinquish the captaincy in all formats. This was one of the toughest decisions to make, but I remain fully committed to supporting Quinton, Decock and Mark Voucher and my teammates as we continue to rebuild and realign as a group. So Quinton Decock does take over as the uh, ODI captain, I'm sure it will be made official in, in, in coming days. But now the interesting conversation is who takes over from Faf? And for this conversation, I sat down with a guy. We were at the Australian uh, rival press conference where we heard from uh, Justin Langer, the head coach, as well as Aaron Finch. 
Uh, I sat down with Pilar Sikaba of Newsroom Africa and we chopped it up about the possible candidates for people or players that can take over from Faf to Plessis. And the name that really jumps out the hat is that of Temba Bavuma. Very, very sticky point. I mean, he would be the first black African to captain the Proteas if they do make that decision. But he's a player that has been very insecure of his position in the test team recently and he was told to get weight of runs of course we remember that came back he did uh, he scored a 180 in the domestic game came back into the team for the last test at the wanderers and i a lot of people feel that he's been vice captain before and this is the conversation that i i had with pila sitabu which you will hear shortly a lot of people feel that temba bavuma is ready now to make the step up from being vice captain which he was in the tour to india which they lost 3-0 to actually being the captain the question is whether cricket south africa is actually going to make that bold decision much like rassi rasmus did when he chose sia colisi as his captain look what that did for the springboks the springboks obviously obviously if you've been following the laureus sports awards they were awarded the team of the year at the laureus event and i think for for South Africa, having a captain like Sia Kolisi and having Temba Bavuma and having Bongim Somi in the netball ladies, man, that would be great for, you know, it, feel, it would be a nice feel-good factor for South Africans if we were to have that trio of black captains. But hey, Cricket South Africa have their own decision-making bodies. We'll see what decisions they come to. Uh, but for this conversation, I'm with Pilasitaba and we are talking about Temba Bavuma, Faf Duplessis and the upcoming Australian tour to South Africa. Okay, I'm here seated with Pilasitaba of Newsroom Africa. Yeah, um, we're at the... Australian press conference, arrival press conference. We just spoke to Justin Langer, as well as Aaron Finch. But I want to talk to Pilar about, first of all, this week or today, by the time you hear this, it will be Wednesday. Um, but today is Monday when we're recording this. Faf Duplessis yeah. has put down the reins as Test and T20 captain. What do you make of that decision by Faf? I think it was a necessary decision, Spoo. Uh, I think... You know, he's led South Africa in, in some very difficult times. Uh, yeah. And he's led South Africa in some really good times as well. You know, he's inspired some really good performances for South African cricket mm. uh, during his tenure as captain. Uh, of course, taking over from his good friend, Debbie De Villiers, in, mm. in 2012. Mm. So, you know, it's been, it's, been, it's been long, it's been hard, it's been difficult. <laughs> um, and I think it's, it's taken its, its, its toll on, on him. Yeah, Especially yeah. His, his, his test form, you know, it's waned considerably mm. badly in recent times uh, and mm. i think uh, for him it's it, i think it's the novel thing to do to to step aside and let someone else take the, the pressure for a little bit longer yeah. than he has um, and, and hopefully that will inspire some really good batting performances which are going to be needed from faf to pussy let's mm. face it he's one of the best uh odi and 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 and, and t20 batsmen we have in this country so for him to be stress-free Contributing with the runs, I think that's the, the, the best FAF and the best version of FAF to perceive we want as, as South African fans. I want to get to the conversation about who can take over, but before I do that, FAF, where, in which formats do you think 
he, he could carry on. Do you think he's still necessary for the test format? Yeah. I have my own, own opinion. I yeah, think yeah. we can move him on in the test arena, but I think it can be useful in the ODI side of things and definitely in the T20 side of things yeah. ahead of the, of the Cricket World I Cup. definitely share the same views, but I think, you know, we, we need to look at a fresher, younger generation, particularly yeah. in that in that test format, you know, to give more opportunities to the likes of Zubaya, Hamzas. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's so many other promising best Tema, young... I mean, Aiden needs to be brought exactly. back into the fold at some point. So, you know, the, I don't think we'll struggle too much to find yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A, a good replacement for for, for Fabio Plessis in that middle order of the test side. So, I think going forward, the, the, the white ball stuff will, will definitely be where uh, an area where he'll look to put all his focus into, particularly the T20 stuff. Yeah, he did yeah. mention that he's going to you know, let go of most of, of, of his international responsibilities after the T20 World Cup in Australia. So yeah. hopefully he can carry on longer than that, particularly in the white, uh, white ball formats. And, and hopefully he can inspire South Africa mm-hmm. uh, to some, some more good uh, you know, and, and fantastic results going forward. Look, I'm not a fan of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do think that Faf will, can give us a whole lot. I mean, Cricket World Cup last year, yeah. he was the only one that got three figures exactly. against Australia. It was a dead rubber by then, but still, yeah. I think he was our only fighting batsman. It's always between him and Quinny yeah. over the last year, year and a half, where the Proteas have struggled. Him yes. and Quinny have just been the two batsmen who've managed to keep the Proteas fighting. And Temba in a certain way in the test side? Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely yeah. Temba in the, in, in, in the test side. And again, Temba and Quinny, yeah. Faf and Quinny. You know? <laughs> <Same> thing. <laughs> so let's get to who takes over from, from Faf. Do you see Quinny taking over in the test arena where he has the gloves and mm. he's a pretty prominent batsman even though he bats lower down? I'd like Temba to get a go in the test, uh, test side in terms of captaincy. Okay. Um, I think he's... He's matured enough to, to, to assume that responsibility in the longer format of the game. Yeah. I still enjoy Quentin de Kock batting down where he is at 6-7. and seven. I think that that's where he brings uh, a lot of, of, of success, particularly for himself and, of course, for the team. I don't think that you know, the, the rigors of test cricket uh, uh, don't allow for you to, to keep that and captain the side you know there's just yeah, a lot of responsibility that's, that's, and there's still stuff off the yeah, field yeah, yeah. so I, I i'd like to 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 see if queen is ever going to test captain the test side uh, there must be a, a smooth transition into it he, he has to uh, mm. for in my opinion let go of the gloves uh, at some point yeah yeah to, to, to i've actually been feeling that queenie should let go of the gloves for 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 a while now yeah. i think we can sub we can always sub, supplement the gloves department exactly but what we can't is is, is supplement the batting exactly i mean you look at the the shorter for the shorter formats the 50 over and the t20s you still got Heinrich classic yeah yeah who's 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 very very decent with the gloves yeah. great with the bat i mean if you have him and queenie Coming on, and then you give all the other guys yeah. uh, who Your are Calvarenes, Calvarenes, yeah. yeah, yeah, who um, show Prince rates very highly. Yeah. They get a fighting chance yeah. at, at selection as well. Look, I, I think you know T- Temba has has the, the the right mindset to captain. In the, we've mm. seen we've seen him win, win a four day series for the Lions as captain, and, mm. and I think mm. that's it's worth it's worth gold. You know, he's he's yeah. been he's been through 
the 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 sort of the the, the general trajectory of getting to uh, a leadership position, uh, and he's contributed to to to, mm-hmm. to to South African cause with a bat numerous times before. Um, so I don't think it w- it would be a, a case of 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 him not having the form for him to be you know selected as captain. You know he's he's proven in the past, even though. Uh, in recent times, he hasn't uh, fared well with the bat in 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 test in the test arena, mm. and I think he's done enough now in the in, in the limited oh, overs in the limited yeah, overs yeah. series to get himself back into that test side mm. uh, and perform and contribute as a leader. Mm-hmm. Now I thought he I thought he was uh, absolutely brilliant in how he approached his comeback. The way I, I was a bit sour. Yeah, I have to be honest with the way he was let go. Forgetting that Timber was vice captain. Yeah. Well, on the on the tour to India, sure things didn't go smoothly. Yeah. I mean, we copped another three nila, yeah. uh, second one in a row yeah. against India, which is not great. But you can't put all of that on Tamba's shoulders, yeah. surely. And having had that experience as well, you don't want to let go of that. And then you have somebody new who's gonna try to be a leader when we're back in India, when India's back here, you know, or in those big series yeah. against an Australia or England, you know, yeah. you want someone who's actually been through those rough times who can actually give you a, a nice view, a nice vantage yeah. point in terms of what to do and what not to do. I think now he, he'll, I think he's, he's probably one one person that appreciates some, some of the things that have happened in his life. You know, mm. he always speaks well whenever he's up uh, mm. for, for a media opportunity about mm. how he's handled the situation, where he wants to go, where he's been in the past. And I think those opportunities and those reflections from Temba, mm. I want to put him in great stead for mm. the future, mm. uh, particularly as test captain. I think... You know, the, the, the amount of resolve that he's shown, the amount mm. of, of maturity that is shown throughout the situation mm. where he got dropped and then, mm. you know, came back for the last test against, uh, you know, England at the, at the Wanderers, yeah. It, it, it shows a, a high level of maturity from a yeah. guy that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that can, we all know what he's capable of. Right? Yeah. And I think uh, him, given the test reigns, the test captaincy reigns, will, will just catapult his, his batting performances yeah. Uh, to another level and score many plenty and, and right. big runs for, for South Africa. Also knowing that he's going to be in the side yeah. as well. That, that, that pressure comes off, um, the spaces will open up in that order. Yeah. Also knowing that it's a young team that might get a little bit more rope yeah. than, than Faf got in the, in the England 3-1 series defeat, you know. But is his skin colour going to get in the way? Look, they'll they'll definitely be doubters. There there is no no doubt about it that there'll be doubters uh, mm. amongst uh, the general public, the the inside cricket itself, where uh, you know his skin color will be looked yeah. at uh, quite a lot. Which yeah, I yeah, think yeah. is going to be one of those things where you have to ignore. You really have to ignore it. You have to. Focus on on what you, you you're being picked for, and that mm-hmm. is to lead South Africa. We've seen it with Sia Kolesi for for me for for at least the last twenty months, where he's been uh, the the mm-hmm. Springbok c- captain. You know, it's gonna come with this detractors. It's gonna come with the negativity, mm-hmm. and hopefully, uh, and like I said before, you know, Temba has shown enough resolve to get through mm-hmm. those things. Uh, it, it'll be like water off a duck's back for him, yeah. and, I, and yeah. I think that's the the approach. Uh, if and when and should he 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 assume the test captaincy reigns, to not look at it uh, in 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 in, the, in that fashion where 
you know, he's he's been judged based on his skin color. It's 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 going to be something that he's going to have to face for the in, his his entire life and his his entire professional career. And I think, you know, if if the general public backs Timber Bavuma, mm -hmm. and I and I have no doubt that the general public will will back Timber Bavuma yeah, as yeah. captain. And I think that's that's what he's going to have to focus on and thrive mm -hmm. on. I think I think a lot of people will rally behind him like they did with Sia Kulis. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it would be great. I mean, if we have a black Springbok and black Proteus captain, great. But also, I, I think natural progression. Yeah. I, I, I honestly can't see anybody else taking over aside from, from Temba, especially in the test arena yeah. that we're talking about. I think Quinny's done well yeah. uh, as, as limited over as captain. Um, but like we said earlier, it would be a bridge too far to, to hand him the captaincy reins as well in the yeah. chess arena. Now, can we follow the model that Australia has done? And they've done this a lot in the past where they have an ODI captain and a different test captain. Yeah. I think Tim Payne's a test captain. Yeah. Aaron Finch, uh, who was chatting to us earlier, uh, is, is their one-day captain and T20 captain. Yeah. So would that work for South Africa with Queenie and Temba? I think so. Uh, they get along very well, and I think everybody in the squad, uh, everybody within the the, the system, mm. really mm. respects those two guys. You know, I've I've watched uh, copious amounts of, of live cricket at various stadiums around mm. uh, the country mm. to to see how much uh, the squad and, and the players gravitate towards those guys. Mm. You know, there's mm. there's mutual respect between the both of them. Yeah, you yeah. know, we've seen. During this, this this limited over series against England, how well they back together at the yeah, top of the innings. Yeah. There's just a general rapport uh, amongst the, the 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 two of them, and I think it would work very well. You know, it would give South Africa a fresh approach. You know, we've seen uh, how England have done it uh, in 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 their structures, where you know it was pioneered by uh, Andrew Strauss as the first director of cricket, and then through to Ashley Giles, where mm -hmm. there was proper plans, proper, uh, you know, transitions, mm -hmm. um, you know, there were, there were set out plans for the ODI side, mm -hmm. the T20 side, and of course the test side, which uh, the big main focus was on winning White the World Cup, yeah, yeah, was winning the World Cup at home. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be of vital importance for Graham Smith, should he take on the role mm -hmm. um, longer than, than, than the three months that, that he's been given, to have clear structures where you, if, if we're going to have two different caps and captains for the different formats, how are those roles portrayed to them? How are they going to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, sort of approach those roles and, and how the squads and the different squads are going to uh, buy into those things? Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be of vital importance. Uh, it's also going to be something that I think will work brilliantly from a South African point of view. Yeah, you brought something interesting up about the planning. We've not had the kind of transitional planning Not that England have yeah. had. Look at how they're able to just move from the test side to Seamlessly. the T20 and, yeah. and one day side. They lose nothing. They, they, they actually become stronger. Yeah. Um, and they've just won 3-1 here in South Africa. Yeah. Com a comprehensive test series yeah. victory. Do, do, do you think um, if South Africa kind of Steal some of their approach, you know, to say because England were very clear yeah. that, that they wanted to do well in the fifty-over game. Yeah. 
everything was geared towards that. I mean, even their coach, yeah. uh, Trevor Bayless at the time, he's not very keen on Red Bull cricket. And as <laughs> no, soon as the World Cup was done, yeah, he wanted to go back to, go to the IPL. Yeah. <laughs> so I think while we're rebuilding on this side, I'm not saying we should uh, chuck Test cricket um, by the wayside, yeah. but we know that that's, that's a squad that's going through a transitional phase. Yeah. But we can still do something in... In, in the T20 arena with yeah. this World Cup, you think we can steal some ideas from England in that department? I think it's, it's the way that modern cricket is going uh, nowadays. Well, I think modern day cricket demands clear structure and planning. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we see how successful teams are that have a strong uh, a structural you know, approach to, to, to how things are, are going. And it starts with administration. It starts from the top level, and it filters th right through mm -hmm. to 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 all the the, the structures um, below that. But South Africa is a very unique country, so we we're gonna have challenges. And I'm not saying that England or Australia don't have their own challenges, mm -hmm. but we're gonna have and we're gonna face many challenges in trying to set up those structures. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it, it needs to, it ne we, we can definitely learn uh, and take a leaf out of, of, or a page out of England's book on how to mm -hmm. approach those, those, those different situations and how proper structures are implemented and how they are, and they are followed through on those structures. Yeah. So, you know, Smith spoke a lot about leaning on guys like Andrew Strauss and, and, and the like. So it's going to be important. Those relationships at the top need to be fostered properly mm -hmm. so that they can come down uh, to, to, to the playing structures and have the confidence of the players because that's the biggest stakeholder in, in that whole big machine is that the players definitely. need definitely. to... Definitely, the players need to... They definitely need buy to into buy the into whole, the whole structure. Uh, program yeah now before i let you go australia is back in town yeah <laughs> exciting times <laughs> what kind of welcome what kind of welcome are we gonna give them um do you think the sting's been taken off first of all of the of the david warner steve smith debacle or once they get out there it's gonna come back out absolutely not i think the south africans one thing that they 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 don't do is forget easily you know, 2018 <laughs> wasn't that long ago so I, I, I'm, and I think they are also bracing themselves for a very hostile reception. You know, yeah. we've seen, uh, we've seen Steve Smith and, and, and David Warner get, getting booed around the the, the, the worlds in, in grounds around the world, um, which I think is 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 something that isn't good for the game. But there are so many other ways to 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 have a host, hostile reception. You know, yeah. it, it first starts. On the playing field, where of course, the players with the bowlers, are, uh, exactly need to show that you know aggression. to remind them where they are, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I think that to channel the the, the 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 aggression in proper in proper channels and in proper ways, it'll filter through into the crowds. Once we once the players out on the field play good cricket, yeah. I think it'll, the the energy from that will, will 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 generally filter into the crowds where they are going to start making life and mm -hmm. and, and and you know being in South Africa very tough for the Australians. This kid, Manas Labushain. Labushain. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, did he make his debut against India? Yeah, yeah. In that India series. In India, uh, brilliant in the Test arena. Top yeah. top scoring batsman last year yeah. in 2019. More than a thousand runs yeah. in that calendar year. Um, what what can we expect from him? It's not 
we don't really know him because he didn't leave South Africa a pro cricketer. Yeah, yeah. He left as a kid, as a ten-year-old. Now he's back. And uh, what 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 could he expect from him? I think he, he's a very good player. Um, I watched a lot of his of his innings in in the Test arena. He just brings a positive energy to the crease. He just mm. wants to 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 get bat on ball, and and he brings a lot of intensity into into his cricket. You know, I've seen and I've read so many things about their relationship with Steve Smith and how they they're always together. Mm. Um, it, it's just. He he looks the part. He looks like an international cricketer. Mm, mm. Um, I don't think he's going to have a great reception in South Africa, <laughs> though. Um, but it's not going to be a KP situation. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely I mean, not going to be a KP he hasn't situation. Hasn't said anything you know? to he antagonize. Yeah, and he hasn't. South Africans. And he's, he's not really known to a lot of South Africans. He, you know, he left as a, as a ten-year-old, nine-year-old. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think. But, you know, he's still South African by blood. So yeah, yeah. I think the general South African public are going to have a really good welcoming for him. Um, but he does look the part. You know, in that one innings in, in, in India, I think he scored a 40, 47, 48, mm-hmm. uh, close to, to a half century. In I his, think he I had think a he, couple of those scores. Yeah. yeah. So he looks the part. He, he knows where he wants to score his runs. He's got all the shots all mm-hmm. around the mm-hmm. ground. So mm-hmm. he looks like a perfect fit for international cricket. Yeah, looks good. I thought he'd be a Smith light. Uh, <laughs> but he's actually grown into his own kind of cricketer. The way he plays, plays risk-free cricket, yeah. proper cricket shots. Reminds me a lot of Joe Root, yeah. who's for me still my favorite batsman. Uh, going around on circuit, you you won't get better than Root in terms of proper proper cricketing strokes. And I'm looking forward to the series, man. Yeah. Another one to remember. Definitely, definitely. I'm hoping for another. Uh, whitewash, you remember the last Yeah, time? yeah. yeah. Oh, flip. Do you remember yeah, the yeah. Miller and Peshawar down in, in Durban? King, that was special. Man, I remember special. that. I was actually there. Um, I was covering the box, and yeah. the box were there at the same time and popped by the cricket, me and a few mates, and my goodness. Miller was hitting it over the park. Miller, Andile, it was absolutely brilliant. But anyway, thanks for joining me on the Sports Life Podcast, bro. Pleasure. I really appreciate it. And hopefully, we can chat again soon. Absolutely. Enjoy the cricket. Thank you. All right. Cheers, bro. Now for the final part of our <laughs> episode, I've roped in a friend of mine and former uh, rugby professional, played for Border, played for Western Province, uh, played for Falke, played for Southern Kings. Yeah, I'm talking about Lungelo Pai, who was a former Tosa commentator as well at uh, Supersport, but now coaching at TUT. He's the assistant coach to Kaya Malotana at the Tswane University of Technology, where they are competing in the Varsity Shield. Last week, they won 7-3 against uh, Rhodes University or Kondagela Sombondo. And uh, I, I just wanted to, to introduce him to the podcast, welcome him here. We're not going to have a long conversation, but I want to know how are things going in the Varsity Shield and are you happy to be back involved in rugby? Yeah, so thanks for having me here. Uh, things are good, planning is going well. Uh, Coach Kaya has been there coaching for some time. Uh, also, I've been coaching, player coaching, and we understand the game. Uh, our, the understanding of the game is more or less the same, how we want to play, how we would like the players to play. Uh, there's 
been a challenges though because we have players that were here previous years and they're expecting things to go the way they've been happening mm, mm. and uh, we 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 were against some of the things uh, or just by coaching it's different to what they they used they used to be happening so yeah. we had players who were happy enjoying that you know, what was happening before and we had players that wanting to move out of what was happening so it's that time now we're trying to get something uniform where players would focus on on, on playing the game not yeah. not politics yeah yeah <laughs> i can imagine when a new yeah. coaching setup comes and guys are used to being coached a certain way and being told to do this and told to do that but are they responding to the obviously the level of experience that you and Kaya bring in and and Paul Anthony who's also the head of rugby at Victoria Boys High School yeah it's definitely they they've been responding positively uh, we also have uh, Lawrence Parker ah. uh, Lori is crime crime consultant coach yeah yeah uh, both of us we played professionally and we understand how the game is played mm, and how mm. to prepare for for competing so we kind of push the players to mm. uh, continuously doing that because they it will take time mm, mm. but uh, they've been responding positively uh more especially on the side of taking responsibility and being accountable of of, mm, of what mm, is happening mm. so it's it's interesting because you you get players with different skill levels and they mm-hmm. all wanting to be at the same level and yeah it's been good and the makeup of the varsity shield this year which teams do you think are going to be very very <laughs> strong and which teams uh, are are going to have to fight real hard yeah eh, promotion relegation yeah you can you can <laughs> predict yeah yeah uh, Wusu Forte, Wusu Forte, NMMU, they're supposed to have big squads. Yeah. Mm, rap is played across the province and they have a lot of players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Those are the three Eastern Cape universities. Yes, and yeah, you've got yeah. EUKZN that has been developing. Uh, I think they're benefiting a lot from the Sharks' de- coaching okay. structures. Mm. So you can roll them out. Uh, UCT, uh, you. CUT. CPUT. Yeah. yeah, you can't predict. <laughs> <laughs> They'll come running at you yeah, all day. Yeah. So you just have to take it one game at a time, I think. Uh, if you're going to think of teams and and want to stress about what they'll be doing, then you'll miss the plot. Yeah, no, uh, with with roads out of the way, you guys can focus. <laughs> what are your next two or three games? Yeah, we have CPUT next at home. Yeah, Friday. Okay. Uh, they lost against Iwusu. Uh, they were playing back home. Okay. And then after that, we could be traveling to UKZN. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the focus has been on CPUT for this week. So, yeah, we saw what they can do and we busy polishing our game plan and uh, <laughs> we'll hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the best for yeah. that one. It will be a little tough in the beginning, but I'm sure... Mm-hmm. As the season goes along, as the players really soak in the information, you have a few injured players as well that are out, um, and if you've had to make some makeshift positional changes, but 
as the season goes on, I'm sure the team will 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 form like real good uh, synergy there. You just need to get over the line these next couple of games. But Lungelo Pai, Alimbela, thanks for thanks for joining me. Although briefly on the Sports Live podcast, uh, I think next we must have the head coach Kaya Malutana coming in here to give us a full debrief on the status of uh, the Varsity Shield side at uh, Tswane University of Technology. Thanks, Bodiman. That's it for me, Spoom Chigeliso, and you've been listening to the Sports Live podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Do also catch us on timeslive.co.za as well as Sowetan Live, Business Live. We are also on Iono FM, the Apple Podcast Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. It could be Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, Pocket Cast, wherever. To connect with us, please use the hashtag Sports Live. Share your comments with us at Times Live or at Soweto Live on Twitter. A big thank you goes out to the multimedia live team led by Scott Peter Smith and producer Paige Muller, as well as the Tiso Black Star Digital Sports Department, headed by Mninawa Mchana Joko. Our sound and audio mixer is Innocent Manike. From us at the Sports Live podcast, it's goodbye for now.